Welcome to the Recession Resistant Real Estate Radio, where we talk about real estate, passive investing, business strategies, and so much more. I'm your host, Brandon Cobb, CEO of HPG Capital. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hey everybody, this is Brandon Cobb with HPG Capital. Thanks for tuning in today. Hope everybody is off to a great weekend. And in today's video, I want to cover how you can attract and hire A-plus rock stars into your business. Today's going to be an exciting one. But before we get started, if we've been having a one-way conversation, I want to turn that one-way conversation into a two-way conversation. If you've ever been interested in passively investing in real estate and getting cash flow direct to your bank account that is truly hands-off with no work involved, Please reach out and schedule a call with us. We would love to sit down with you one-on-one and get to know you better and see if we might be able to help with some of your goals and what you're trying to achieve. All right, so now that that's over with, let's jump in. Today's topic, hiring A-plus rock stars. How can you do it? I want to go over exactly what we're doing today. HPG Capital is in hyper-growth mode, and there's a few things that I've learned over the years. I can't even tell you how many people that I've interviewed. Good Lord. But hopefully what we can do today is pass some of the stuff and lessons learned that I've learned on you so you don't have to go through some of the headaches that I have in the past. So let's start with a top-down approach and nail it down. Two things to know before you are hiring somebody. One, who not how. All right. Everybody, this is popular book right now and everybody is getting confused what this means. This does not mean hire somebody. Duh. You know you're going to need to hire somebody for your business. What this is saying is you need to fill that role that you're hiring for with someone that is going to teach you how to do that role. Now, you're going to want onboarding guides and systems and processes and teach them how to be integrated with your business. But if you're hiring a sales role, you need to hire somebody who is better at sales than you or somebody that can teach you something you don't know about sales. If you're hiring a superintendent, we're actually hiring a superintendent right now. If that superintendent, as I'm walking them through some of our developments and they're looking at it, seeing it, feeling it, touching it, if they're not able to poke holes in our processes or fill gaps that I don't know are there, if they're not able to teach me something and bring some value where they can just almost completely change the role that they're filling, we don't hire that person. If you want to grow a very successful business, you have to hire people that are going to teach you something you don't know about that role. That's number one. Number two is you need to adopt a behavioral style interviewing guide. Now, what exactly is that? So traditionally, everybody is used to the mundane and the boring, tell me about yourself, Tell me about your greatest strength. What's your greatest weakness? And then the interviewee is kind of prepared for this. So they've got these answers that are just scripted and boxed up. And that's not what you want at all. You want to hear about real life experiences that they have that exemplify the core values you're looking for and the skills you're looking for. Those are the two things that you want in a candidate. They've got to actually three things. I'm sorry. They want to, you want to get it want it and have the capacity to do it. And we're going to touch on that here in a minute, but core values and the skills. So let's jump into that next. So you get your two things, right? One is you're going to hire someone that's going to teach you about the role. 
someone who's more experienced than you. And second, you're going to use behavioral style interviewing guide where you're going to ask them questions that elicit that. So what does this look like? So at HPG Capital, our core values are growth, integrity, and extreme ownership. So let's say I'm trying to elicit the growth core value. The person's already had a 10-minute phone conversation with me or my executive assistant, and they've just passed the smell test, and so now it's on to the next step. Used to, I would sit down one-on-one for like an hour, hour and a half scheduled call, and right off the bat, I knew they didn't. if they didn't have the core values, it made it very awkward because I had all this time planned out. Now what I do is if they pass the smell test on the brief phone interview, their first phone interview, now they have to answer, they have to do a quick little video about themselves. So I'll send them questions, and all I'm trying to do with this short video that they're going to send me is, one, I want to see if they're adaptable to technology because it's important we use a lot of that, but two... I want to see if they have the core values of our company. So first question I ask them, again, behavioral style interview. Tell me about the past four or five books or podcasts or audible books that you've listened to. And if they haven't read any books or listened to any podcasts, I know that they don't have that growth core value that we are looking for. That is what behavioral style interviewing is. It is asking about an experience that they've had. Tell me about a time where you were required to change a customer's mind. What was the situation? How did you do it? What was the end result? All of our interviews that we do are all stories. There are no like mundane questions. I want to get to know them. Everything is a story. Tell me about a time you did this. You know, in this situation, what did you do? So second is extreme ownership. Right. I'll ask them the question. I'll go, you know, tell me about a time where you had a problem and you completely owned that problem or that situation. And what was the situation? What was the result? What'd you learn from it? So I'm asking questions around the core values that I'm trying to elicit and make sure that they have. And I want them to tell me about an experience. So that's really, really powerful. All right. Next. So now they've got the core values, right? Now they're on to the one-on-one interview with me. And this this is where we're basically diving into skill set. If I've if their core values great and fit, this is all about do they get it, want it and have the capacity to do it. So, get it? Do they understand what the role is? Do they want it? Is this person Constantly following up with you, asking about the next step and trying to sell you on why they're a great fit, or are you having to reach out to them to keep the ball rolling with this individual? If they're not actively following up with you and they don't seem like they're interested in this role, that is not a good sign. You do not need to hire this person. They got to want it. And then lastly, number three, do they have the capacity to do it? I understand project management. Um, I understand it really well. I know exactly what needs to happen. I know what a good project that is being implemented looks like. I know what a bad project that's been implemented looks like. But do I have the capacity to do it? I don't. I've done project management before for construction, and I've I've probably screamed at five grown human beings my entire life, four of those five were while I was in construction. I just don't do construction. It's not me. I don't have the capacity to do it. This individual needs to understand the role, really want the role, and then they've got to have the ability to actually do the role. So how do we know and how do we screen for this last part? So I adopted something that 
I, it's been a complete game changer. Before we hire anybody, and let's say they pass the behavioral style interviewing uh, one-on-one, and I think they've got the skill sets. They're telling me about stories and times where they've exemplified the skills that I'm that I'm interviewing for. Next, we do a mock work day, and this will range anywhere between one and three days, depending on the situation of the candidate. But for a whole day, I want them to come to work. We're going to pay them for that day, those three days, but I want to see how they interact with everybody, and I want to see if they actually do have the skills that they say they have. Now, if this person doesn't currently have a job, then I usually tell them that we do like a two-month trial period. You know, If they're actively looking, like, hey, you know, two months in, we're going to assess whether we're going to bring you on board or not. You know, So there's no like guarantee you're getting it, right? You've got to prove yourself for two months. That's usually what we do to make sure that they have the capacity to do it. And having those mock work days before we hire people has made all the difference. Well, that's it for today, guys. Behavior style interviewing, hire someone who's going to teach you about the role, make sure they're a cultural fit and they have all the cultural values, and do they get it, want it, and have the capacity to do it. If you follow all those steps, I guarantee that you are guaranteed to bring on A-plus rock stars in your business. I'll see you guys until next time.